0: What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses.
1: Okay, so we're going to get to it. We have Amanda Stark, and I'm just going to give you her little bio so you guys know who she is and how awesome she is. And oh, I can't wait for this talk. We have Amanda Stark. She is a life coach who helps women get unstuck and find their inner sparkle. Love the sparkle. She used to spend her days working as an attorney, feeling stressed, sick, and stuck, and in her nights sobbing into her wine glass because she hated her job. Then she decided enough was enough, so she changed her job and her life by finding her inner sparkle. Amanda offers one-on-one coaching where she works with clients to get the results they want. She's gonna be talking about what's wrong with being confident. This talk is about um, women who um, sometimes struggle with confidence. So here we go, Amanda. All right. Thank you,
0: Wendy. Welcome, everybody. I am so happy to be here with all of you Diva Girls here this evening. Um, For those of you that are on Zoom, on Facebook, or watching on replay, hello. Super excited to be kicking off our first night of the wellness conference here with you all. Um, I am recovering from surgery, so I am not able to do any of the workouts, but I did check out the workshop this afternoon and it was awesome. So I am looking forward to a great week of workshops and talks and events. This is super exciting. So I'm glad we're able to do this, even though we can't unfortunately all be together in person, hopefully next year, right, we will all be able to be here. So I do have some slides for us this evening. So I'm going to share my screen so you can see that. All right, hopefully all of you are seeing my screen. You should be seeing what's wrong with being confident. So I'm gonna answer that question for you tonight. So let's go ahead and get started so I can stay on time and we have plenty of time for Stephanie and for all of your questions. So, First of all, Wendy did a great job of introducing me, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. I just want to add one thing. One of the things I really focus on with clients is getting past that brain block that so many of us get where we get stuck and paralyzed with indecision. And for women, for us, that mostly happens in our careers and our relationships. So that's what I specialize in. But it really can happen to us anytime where we just get so in our heads that we can't see any path forward so i help clients gain perspective so that they can figure out the right path for them so let's go ahead and get started so when do you feel confident now i know at least one of you was thinking never but you all i guarantee it feel confident at some time doing something So think about what that means for you. Feel free to share it in the chat with all the other attendees or in the comments on Facebook, if you're watching on Facebook, but I just want you to have something in your head. When is it that you feel confident? Is it at work? Is it exercising? Is it at home with your kids or maybe, you know, interacting with your spouse? Maybe it's an extracurricular activity or hobby that you participate in or volunteer work. There's something, at least one thing, probably many things in your life where when you're doing it, you feel confident in your abilities, you're confident in you yourself in that role doing that particular activity or filling that particular role at work or with another person. So have that in your head externally, what do we think about when we think about confidence? These are some of the women that I think about when I think about confident women, right? JLo, of course, I'm not even sure she's human, but she's very confident, rightfully so. Oprah is another one, Hillary. And the one on here that some of you may not know who it is, it's Jodi Picoult. She's a multi, multi, multi bestselling author. I am a huge reader and book nerd. So I would have been remiss if I did not include an author in here. So what I want to point out to all of you that has to do with these four women in particular, but also just in general, when we think of confidence, when this is what comes to mind, what we're thinking of is their abilities, their thing that they're good at, right? So J-Lo can be confident that when she goes on tour or does a residency or, you know, whatever, that she's going to sell out her shows because she's done it before, she has you know, that past history to build on. Oprah, when she's conducting an interview of a celebrity, this picture is from her most recent big interview with um, Harry and Meghan, that she's done interviews with celebrities, with criminals, with all different types of people, so she has all of that past experience to build on. Right? Hillary with her political career campaigns, Jodi Picoult with all of her previous bestsellers. Right, so that's that type of confidence. When we think about these women, that tends to be the type of confidence that we think about. So we're thinking about their results, what they've done in order to earn their confidence, for lack of a better term. So these, this type of confidence is dependent on other people. It's looking for external validation and success or specific outcomes and results. So let's say J-Lo announces a tour for, you know, 2030 or whatever her <laughs> musicians are going to be able to tour again. Let's hope it's this year, next year. So let's say 2022. So let's say JLo announces a tour and she releases it. It goes on Ticketmaster and wherever and the tickets go for sale and nobody buys tickets. It's crickets. Her confidence is probably going to take a hit because that's not what she's used to experiencing. Her confidence and her ability to perform, her ability to tour is likely, I mean, I'm not in her head, so I'm making assumptions, but is probably dependent on that external validation and that success of selling out tours. So think about that thing that you thought about a few minutes ago when I asked you, what is it that you're doing when you feel confident? What is the activity or the role Ask yourself, is that confidence dependent on other people? Is it dependent on specific outcomes and results? You know, let's say it's maybe you are confident in your marriage, let's say. Maybe it's because, you know, you've done a lot of work there. You've been married for however many years. You feel confident that your relationship is solid because you have this past experience to build on and you're getting that external validation from your spouse that, they're committed with you, they're staying with you, you know, they're not waking up one day and saying, I'm out of here, we're done. Okay. So that's that external validation and success. So if we're talking about this type of confidence, you know, this external type of validation, we're relying on specific outcomes, what happens to you when you try something new? Do you still feel confident? So whatever that thing was that you did before. Did you feel confident the first time that you did it? The thing that you feel confident in now? Or maybe you're contemplating trying something new, doing something different. Maybe starting a new job, a new career, branching out into a new relationship, leaving a current relationship. Those may all be things that you haven't done before. So if we have the type of confidence that relies on other people and external validation and success, then that makes it more challenging to be confident when we want to try something new. So I want to talk about today a different type of confidence because the answer to the question I posed, what's wrong with being confident? Absolutely nothing, but we want to make sure that what we have is self-confidence. So, I'm still sticking with celebrities here, but these are celebrities that have tried something new. So Jennifer Garner, for example, she knows she can do rom-coms, she knows she can do action films, right? She has plenty of experience, plenty of box office hits to support that. However, recently, within the last few years, she decided to start her own farm and her own baby food line. So to my knowledge, that's not something that she had done before. She'd branched out, done something new. Same thing with Rihanna and her makeup line. You know, I mean, Rihanna is another person we could probably associate with confidence, just that I'll be a badass, really. But she decided, hey, I'm a badass. I can do something new. It doesn't matter that I've never done it before. I see this gap in the market. There's not... Shade, that's the big thing with Fenty Beauty, right? It's for every shade of skin. So she saw that gap in the market and said, well, I'm the person that can fill it. No problem. That's self-confidence. Same thing with Jessica Simpson. I love her, so I don't mean this in a critical way, but I mean, girlfriend did not know the difference between chicken and tuna, and now she is a billion dollar mogul with shoes and purses and home and kids, and I don't even know all the things that she sells under the Jessica Simpson brand. Billion with a B, okay? She started out as the third-rate singer after Christina and Britney. Remember that? I'm dating myself. but So that is self-confidence, the ability to say, I can do that. That's something that I want to do and go after it and take charge. So that's what I want to focus on here with you this evening. Self-confidence is dependent on internally, your beliefs about yourself. Now, the reason it's harder to have self-confidence and the reason it's not what typically comes to mind when we think of confidence is because it is, it's more challenging. It goes against our human nature, the way our brains are wired and the way we're taught as we grow up and in society, that confidence is about proving yourself by doing it over and over again to build your confidence, right, like riding a bike, you get more confident the more you do it, the less you fall, the more comfortable you feel riding away from your parents or whoever's holding on to your bike seat when you're first learning to ride without trading wheels. That's the type of confidence that we're conditioned to understand. But that self-confidence is what comes from within us. And I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that and why that is the type of confidence that we want to strive for. Self-confidence means you are secure in yourself that you believe in your abilities, that you trust yourself, that you can experience any emotion, including failure, or and it's your overall opinion of yourself. This is the second part of why it's important to focus on self-confidence as opposed to externally validated confidence. How do you think your confidence is perceived? So whether this is at work, whether this is at home, maybe it's in your appearance, you know, wherever, whatever area of life you feel confident, you maybe have felt that you have been perceived negatively by others because of your confidence. So um, we want to, so you've probably heard it all, you know, whether maybe it's, oh, she's difficult, right? Or aggressive, or conceited, full of herself, she's pushy, or sometimes, you know, we get meaner words, bitchy and worse, you know, when we are confident women. So, there's a couple things I want to say about that. First of all, as women, we really need to stop saying those types of things about other women who are confident, but we also want to make sure as confident women that we have the kind of confidence, the self-confidence that keeps us from being brought down by those perceptions of others, okay? So, if we have that confidence that depends on external validation, okay? So, let's say maybe our confidence is in our physical fitness. Maybe it's, you know, all these ladies, awesome ladies that are doing workouts with us this week in the mornings, you know? So, if their confidence, and I'm not picking on anybody, this is just an example, if the confidence that those women experience comes from the validation that they get because they are fit, because they teach these classes, because of that experience, if they start feeling like, oh, my students think I'm conceited or they don't want to be around me because they you know, think I'm so full of myself or whatever, or maybe it's friends, maybe it has nothing to do with students in their classes, but it has to do with other people in their life that can bring them down and make them doubt their abilities in themselves, as opposed to being confident internally. Do you guys see the difference? So. Those things that can make us feel like confidence is bad, right? Like, oh, I want to be good at my job, but I don't want to threaten anybody, or I don't want to upset people, or I don't want to be too opinionated, right? That's another one that we hear sometimes when we're confident in our abilities. Oh, geez, she's just so opinionated. She just wants to talk all the time, right? So we want to make sure that we can let those things roll off us and not impact the way we feel about ourselves, So that is the difference between confidence and self-confidence. If our confidence is based on past experience and how others perceive us and validate us, we're not going to be able to withstand those kinds of comments, where our confidence is going to shrink and shrink and shrink, and we're going to make ourselves smaller and smaller. And I know a lot of you, probably most of you, have experienced this in one aspect of your life or another, right, where you you know, thought you were doing well, you were succeeding at something, your confidence was growing. And then somebody's comment or reaction or whatever came and it made you doubt yourself, right? Because your confidence was based on external factors. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying, you know, if you have a review at work and you get some feedback that you're just like, whatever, I'm a badass. I don't have to listen to you. It's not what I'm saying. Same thing. If your spouse comes to you and says, listen, I'm a little concerned about this thing, or I want to talk about something in our relationship, self-confidence doesn't mean you don't listen to anybody else, right? In fact, self-confidence, having self-confidence means we don't have anything to prove to anybody else. People who are self-confident, whose confidence comes from within, can say, oh, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. Or that's not something I've done before, I'll have to learn. Or, you know, I'm sorry that what I said, you know, had that impact on you, depending on the situation that we're in. So self-confidence not only means we believe in ourselves, but it means that we're not threatened by other people either. And that we're not internalizing the things that we say about, that they say about us. So we can have a, what do I want to say? a productive reaction to what's going on around us without it depleting our self-confidence. So how do we do that? First of all, we want to overcome the lies that we're telling ourselves. So we want to make sure that we aren't falling prey to these beliefs. So I don't know, I don't know how. Rejection is the worst thing that can happen. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. One of the biggest lies we tell ourselves, you're either confident or you're not. You either have it or you don't. And that's just, that's not true. Another huge lie we tell ourselves is confident people don't feel afraid. Also not true. So how do we grow our self-confidence? First, we have to trust ourselves. And that means just like with any other relationship, We have to build trust in ourselves, okay? So we need to make sure that when we make a promise to ourselves, we keep it. So if we say, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and work out, we do it. Or I'm going to attend the workout at the Diva Girl Wellness Conference tomorrow. Then we want to make sure that we keep that promise to ourselves. If we say, I'm going to spend an hour every day writing, we keep that promise to ourselves. We do what we say we will do, and we keep those promises and act at the highest version of ourselves when we're keeping promises to ourselves. Most of us as women are so, so good about keeping our promises to other people, keeping our commitments to other people, and really, really terrible about keeping the commitments we make to ourselves. So we want to make sure we're building that trust in relationship with ourselves. That's step one, the foundation of self-confidence. The second thing we need to do is be willing to experience all of the emotions. A lot of what keeps us from building that self-confidence is fear of feeling. I'm going to say that again. Fear of feeling. Rejection is a feeling, right? Failure is a feeling. So we want to be able to say, you know what? The worst thing that can happen to me is I'm going to feel something. I want you to think about that for a minute the worst thing that can happen to you is you're gonna feel something. If you apply for a job and you don't get it, you might feel rejected. Your world's not gonna end. Your life's not gonna fall apart. You're not gonna experience physical pain. You're just gonna feel something. And then you're gonna process that feeling and you're gonna move on. You have to be willing to fail. Fail, 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 fail. And I'm gonna talk more about failure in a minute. And then also, this is the hardest one for me, I know. Be nice to yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe that you're capable. If you are always talking bad about yourself to yourself, you're not going to have any trust in yourself. You're not going to have any faith in your capabilities. Just think if someone was always telling you something terrible about a coworker that all you ever heard was negative, 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 you wouldn't be able to. Believe in their abilities because all you had in your head was that negativity. So you need to do that for yourself too. Be nice to yourself. All right, failure. I said I was going to talk about this. Confidence is created by failure. If we never fail, we cannot build self-confidence. So I want to give you the example of the fabulous Meryl Streep. According to, now my sources are not the most reliable, according to IMDb and Wikipedia, okay, she has been credited in 93 movies. Of those 93, she's been nominated for Oscars 21 times, and she's won three times. Now, most actors and actresses would kill to win one Oscar, right? She's won three. Most people in her position would kill to be nominated for an Oscar. She's been nominated 21 times across the board. She's somebody that comes up as someone who is a huge success when it comes to her movie career. However, if we were to look at it a different way, only 21 of her 93 movies that she's made have garnered her a nomination for an Oscar. So that means that 72 of her movies were failures I want you to think about that. If her goal is to be nominated for an Oscar for every movie that she's in, and she's only done that 21 out of 93 times, I mean, she's failed 72 times. Which also means that this movie that I pulled the picture from right here, "The Devil Wears Prada," one of my favorite Meryl Streep movies, was a failure. I think we can all agree it wasn't. It was a huge box office success. It was talked about. It was based on a book, so it was successful for that author as well, right? not a failure, but it depends on how we look at it. So I want you to work on your perspective in terms of what you view as a fail. Self-confident women believe that other people's opinion has nothing to do with them. So if somebody calls you conceited or pushy or worse, you can say that has nothing to do with me, that has to do with that person who thinks that, nothing to do with me, my confidence comes from inside me. Self-confident women believe that they are capable And they have their own backs. goes back to that self-talk I was talking about a few minutes ago. Self-confident women believe that the better they fail, the more confident they are. The more you fail, the easier it is to feel the feelings that come with it, the more confident you are in your ability to try new things. Because what's keeping you from trying new things is that fear of the feeling. So we want to get used to that feeling, Right the more you get used to it, the easier it is. You expect it. Okay. I'm going to try this today. If it doesn't work, oh well. Fear is no big deal. Self-confident women believe that fear is no big deal. All right. You can be confident and be afraid. It's just a feeling. It's totally just a feeling. So how do you own your self-confidence? Here's a couple of suggestions I have for you before I close out. So couple things that I encourage you, challenge you, would love for you to do is a dare of the day. You can do this for a week, a month, a year, whatever you want to commit to. Dare yourself to try something new every single day. That's something that I'm doing with some other coaches this year is we are daring ourselves to fail. So we are keeping a list of things that we want to try and keeping track of when we fail. Sometimes we fail, sometimes we don't. But we're working towards our goals under that umbrella of setting ourselves up for failure, that we're going to say, I'm going to try this. And if I fail, that's okay because that's one fail down. And then I can try the next thing and maybe that'll fail and maybe it won't. And it gets us used to that feeling that comes with it so that we can process it and move on. Another thing that I've started doing this year that has been huge for me for my self-confidence is keeping a did it list. So every time I do something in my business that's working towards my business goal, I track it. I track mine online in a project management, but you can do it on paper. You can do it however you can do it in your phone. Keep track of what you've done. So because a lot of times we'll feel like, oh my gosh, I did nothing this week. And then I'll go back and look at my list and oh my gosh, I I got quite a lot done. I did a lot towards furthering my goals towards building, you know, my business towards what I want it to be. And the last thing I want to encourage you to do is embrace the power of the word and. Like I said before, you can be confident and be afraid. You can take a risk and be concerned about it. You can be confident and be worried. You, The power of and is so huge. It's set for such a little word. One of the first words we learned, right, is There's so much power in it into understanding that you don't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to be one thing and not another. You can be both with the power of and. So just gonna wrap up here real quick. That is what I have for you today. Um, For those of you that follow me on social media, I previewed this. Make sure you support uh, We Love Philly, which is our uh, nonprofit that we are supporting this wellness week with the Diva Girl Conference. I am offering a free 30-minute coaching session to el- anyone who donates to We Love Philly this week during the conference is eligible. All you need to do is send me proof that you donated. Doesn't You don't have to send me the amount. You can if you want to. You can DM me on social. You can email me, and I'm going to give you all my contact information coming up. And at the end of the conference, I will pick one person, and you get a free 30-minute coaching session with me. So, just want to encourage you all to donate to this fabulous cause. I donated earlier today. So just make sure that you are supporting our partner, We Love Philly, this week. You can follow me on social. I'm at Glitter and Gravitas on Instagram and Facebook. If we are not connected already, please connect with me over there. And here is my website and my email. So you can um, connect with me that way as well. Um, As Wendy said at the outset, I do offer one-on-one coaching. I help women get unstuck, get past that brain block that keeps you paralyzed and indecision. Because what happens is we say, oh, I want to do this thing. I want to change. I want to you know, do something different, or I'm not sure if I do. And then we just get stuck and we can't move forward and we can't move past it. That we just kind of stuck in this, I don't know, maybe I should, I want to, I don't know if I can, and then we don't get past it. What I can do is offer you that perspective to make sure Um, to help you work through that, to make the best decision for you and get the results that you want. Uh, You can schedule a free consult with me by DMing me, emailing me, or going directly to my website and scheduling with me where we talk about your goals, what you want to work on, and how coaching can benefit you. I would love to connect with you in any of those ways. And I can't see the chat, so I hope I didn't go over time, but I am going to end it there so we can turn it over to Stephanie and keep going so all right everybody i am going to stop and turn it over thank you so much for being here with me this evening thank you for listening we hope to see you at our upcoming events go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at DivaGirlTribe. tribe become a member and join our divagirl 411 facebook group